Hello, and welcome to Code Conversations, a podcast series from ECNM Magazine that focuses on interpreting the National Electrical Code. I'm Ellen Parson, Editor-in-Chief of ECNM, and I'm sitting down today with NEC expert Russ LeBlanc to discuss code revisions and difficult to decipher concepts surrounding the 2023 NEC, all in 10 minutes or less. Most of you probably already know Russ. He's a master electrician, electrical instructor, trainer, certified electrical inspector, and longtime contributor and co consultant to ECNM Magazine, bringing you some of our most popular pieces of content, including What's Wrong Here, Moving Violations Videos, and Illustrated Code Catastrophes. For today's episode, we're going to get to the bottom of where exactly to install receptacle outlets on the walls at countertop surfaces. So, when it comes to installing receptacle outlets, on the walls of countertop surfaces, there seems to be conflicting code rules. So what's the issue here? Well, in a nutshell, the wall spaces at fixed cabinets having countertops or similar work surfaces, such as the countertops in a kitchen, are not excluded from the wall spaces specified in section 210.52A2. This means that the wall spaces at these cabinets are required to have receptacle outlets installed to satisfy the requirements of 210.52a. Since there are receptacle outlets installed to serve the countertop spaces as as required by section 210.52c, this might not seem like a big deal at first glance, but is it? It it definitely is. Um, This is exactly when the conflict arises. Section 210.52a4 specifically states that the receptacles installed for countertop and similar work surfaces as specified in 210.52c, shall not be considered as the receptacle outlets required by 210.52a. And then section 210.52c reiterates this again by stating these countertop receptacle outlets shall not be considered as the receptacle outlets required by 210.52a. Okay, well, so this definitely sounds like, I think you've called it this before, a kitchen counter countertop conundrum. It definitely it sounds is. like. Um, so where should installers put the receptacle outlets needed to satisfy this requirement? Well, let's look at the options. Section 210.52A3 permits receptacle outlets in or on floors to serve as wall space receptacle outlets if they're located within 18 inches of the wall. Well, this really won't work because most base cabinets are deeper than 18 inches. Another possibility is section 210.50A, which permits receptacles on cord pendants, but this would be impractical since cords would most likely interfere with the opening and closing of the cabinet doors. And I certainly don't think any homeowners would like the look of cord pendants hanging in their beautiful kitchen. Right. Installing receptacle outlets in the cabinets would not be an option either since Section 210.52.3 states that receptacles in cabinets will not be considered required receptacle outlets. So none of those options seem realistic. Okay, um, so what do you suggest an installer should do to solve this problem? That's a great question. One simple solution, if the AHJ agrees, of course, Uh would be to permit countertop receptacle outlets required by 210.52c to also serve as the wall space receptacle outlets required by 210.52a too. This makes practical sense to me. And I actually tend to believe that installers and inspectors are already recognizing that the countertop receptacle outlets are in fact 
also serving as the wall space receptacle outlets. Okay. I've not heard of any electricians complaining that the AHJ insisted on floor receptacles or cord pendants being installed in kitchens to satisfy the wall space receptacle requirements specified in 210.52a. But as always, I recommend installers have a discussion with their AHJ to discuss a practical way to satisfy the requirements for wall space receptacle outlets and these countertop receptacle outlets. Perfect. That definitely makes sense talking to your local AHA in that case. Well, it looks like we're about out of time. I want to thank Russ for sharing his unique insights from the field and industry knowledge with us today. In closing, I'd also like to thank Senior Associate Editor Ellie Coggins and Associate Editor Michael Morris for editing and putting these podcasts together, making this valuable information available to all of our readers and listeners. This podcast is produced by ECNM Magazine, part of the portfolio of Endeavor Business Media Publications. That's it for today's Code Conversation. Please let me know if you have any pressing NEC podcast topics you'd like to listen to in the future. And don't forget to check out our website for more podcasts and other great content resources for electrical construction professionals. Thanks and have a great day.